I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the MVP Show. My intention is that you listen to the stories of these MVP guests and are inspired to become an MVP and bring value to the world through your skills. If you have not checked it out already, I do a YouTube series called How to Become an MVP. The link is in the show notes. With that, let's get on with the show. Today's guest is from Sydney, New South Wales, Australia. That's where I report into business-wise. She's an ERP consultant in Microsoft Dynamics BC at Valrada. She was first awarded MVP in 2022. And she's a proud mum of two and a Bikram yoga enthusiast. So I want to unpack that, feeling the heat uh, doing yoga. She is particularly interested in exploring how they can bring together different technologies to solve complex challenges in, with real-world problems. As always, full links to her show notes, bio, etc. will be, uh, sorry, to her socials will be in the show notes for this episode. Alexandra, welcome to the show. Um, hi, everyone. Hi, Mark. Thank you for having me. Good to have you on. Now, I can detect an accent. Where, where do you originate from? I'm originally from Ukraine. Is that right? Is that right? So how long have you been in Australia? I've been in Australia whole, over 15 years, but back and forth um, in, uh, before 2000. We came back in 2019, before pandemic. Uh, we lived for, for five years in the United States, in Boston, and then come back again to Sydney. It's been four years, yeah. But that's Sydney has, um, like, uh, he, Sydney introduced me to ERP field. Sydney introduced me to Microsoft technology. Um, that's kind of interesting part to be back and change career. Yeah, yeah. Before we unpack your your and get into your journey um, into the side of Microsoft business applications. Tell us a bit about um, your family, uh, your favorite foods, and what you do for fun when you're not working. That Bikram yoga. I forgot what <laughs> I've been working a lot recently. So I forgot what I'm not doing when I'm not working. But um, yeah, I have a family in Sydney. I have two young girls, um, two daughters. And uh, Bikram has been my passion uh, since I was a student. Uh, again, I was introduced in Sydney. Um, I went to Sydney uh, Church Stewart University. I did my degree, a master degree in accounting. And Bikram Yoga Studio was just across the street. So it helped me to de-stress and uh, settle as an immigrant student in Sydney. And it stayed in my life till now. Wow. So let me get this right. Bikram yoga is when you do yoga in a room that is heated to a certain temperature, right? Exactly. Yes. It's 90 minutes in a sort of the temperature is up to sauna, uh, but you can find 
nice spots like you can uh, put your mat next to the door and have a bit of breeze during the exercises. It's not for everyone. I personally love it and I found it very relaxing and distressful. Like it's like distressing and unwinding and helped me to um, move on with things. Um, but not for everyone. It's um individual choice. Mm. How did it come about? Like, you know, traditional yoga you know, you grab your yoga mat and a couple of blocks and things like that, and you can do it pretty much anywhere. Who introduced the concept of heat into the mix? And, and what was the idea of adding heat to doing a yoga workout? Uh, well, there was a um, yoga founder, Bikram yoga founder that was based in California, had a bit of uh, bad publicity recently regarding all other stuff. But the idea was an uh, it resonates with me is that heat helps you to stretch your muscles uh, quicker than normal. Like usually if you're not flexible by nature, then it's more difficult to get into yoga and get into routine, which is consistency. But then when you do that in heat up room, it helps you not to feel that pain and get a bit more deeper in your practice. Um, and I that that was a that and they build up a consistent like a routine of exercises that involve uh, all muscles in your body during the ninety minutes of the practice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very cool. Tell me about food. Food. Oh well, I eat everything. <laughs> I love everything. I love traveling, and uh, I'm adventure in the food to explore different uh, food and different traditions. I think that's the beauty of our life, that we can explore different tastes and different uh, cultures and traditions. Mm, mm, interesting. Good. Um, it would be remiss of me not to talk about Ukraine. I've had many uh, MVPs on the show from Ukraine, and we've discussed it at length. We've done a dedicated show just on the situation there. Tell me about your, um, yeah, how you're feeling, what's going on for you in that respect? Oh, well, that's, uh, that's very sad. It's terrible what's happening. Uh, I do have family there. Uh, my family is in a city that has not been impacted as much as other cities, but I do have a lot of friends based in Sydney in particular and back in Boston that their families was devastated by this. And unfortunately, um, it doesn't look like there is any end at this stage, my my brother was taken to the army, and that's something that we all live and have to cope day by day. Yeah, yeah, horrible, horrible uh, situation. Um, as we as we jump into to your experience and your history and your origin story of tech, you mentioned that you started in accounting. Was that then a logical progression into software or the software side um, with ERP? Yeah, my, my, my story is interesting. I got I got by luck in a way. So in Boston, I was um, I had amazing uh, boss and I was hired for the position of system accountant uh, that to migrate from Microsoft great plans into Salesforce. And that was my first introduction to train everyone on new software to find to improve business processes with a new um, ERP implementation. And I love it. But we back at that time, after that experience, we were, we, plan, we, uh, we we flew back to Sydney and I was given an opportunity to join a um, small Microsoft partner 
in Sydney, where I was exposed to CRM, Business Central, Power BI. And that's where it all started. Never look back. Wow. Okay. Okay. So did did you ever work with Navision or NAV? No, I don't have experience with Navision. I learned, uh, so when I start my job as a Business Central consultant, uh, the uh, documentation was available for Navision, previous one, the one that is back, back time. So it was useful to you to learn some areas of um, Business Central using Navision. So when when we look at what you're working on, let's say since the start of this year, what what are your priority focus areas? Um, you know, Business Central is a, is a growing application. There's a lot of areas to it. What's are you are you specialising more in? You know, like warehouse management or general uh, a ledger. What's what's the areas that you focus in um, with the product? On day to day, we're focusing mostly finance with inventory, uh, not warehouse, advanced warehouse, not, not as deep, but, uh, what I'm focusing is reporting. I'm focusing on reporting on what's available, what business, where is business central migrating and where is de- developing into, a better financial reporting tool. Again, Power BI. And that's what our clients want. Because all I believe accounting is moving from um, just not operational part of the business, it's moving into analytical part of the business to take advantage of analyzing your data. And what Business Central helps our clients to simplify day-to-day using GL accounts by introducing posting groups and help accountants and finance teams focus on be more creative and utilize that data and make better decisions in the future. What do you think the impact of AI is going to have on the the finance operation inside organizations in the coming years? Oh, well, it's it's a long journey yet, right? So there's a lot of impact right now that simplify and actually produce your, it's a great tool. Uh, it still needs a human uh, supervision, but it's amazing to draft, to use for drafts and uh, to utilize some, to simplify some repetitive technical task. Uh, we are far away from having it replacing someone else's job, but I guess we all know from as a former accountant, we all know that what used to be bookkeeper, it's already basically not existing position because it can be replaced. We all need to use our intelligence, right? Our creativity to bring uh, better decisions for the business. So I take it BI, Power BI is one of the main tools that you're using? No, it's not the main one. I'm using the main one for my job today is Business Central. But yes, Power BI is one of the tools we're using. Okay, so so before when you were talking about you're doing a lot in the area of reporting, um, when we look at the continuum of reporting, you know, there can be, um, you know, reporting on historic data, which I can't do anything about. It was, it was history. It's what happened. And then we, and if we go through the reporting life cycle, we, we update to what's happening in real time to then, um, if you like with algorithms and fused, you can be predictive around the future. Are your customers at that maturity level that they're looking at? How can we make informed decisions and what we're going to do in the next quarter or the next half year based on how historical data, but also what we're predicting to happen in the future in our business? 
you can use um, for requesting capabilities of Business Central. Um, Power BI is there too. Of course, that that's a part of being analytical, creative uh, with your data, with your historical data to make better uh, future finance decisions. What what training do you recommend people do to to really um, develop their skills in that uh, analytics area um, to to be able to understand where an organization is at, but also to be able to advise to take them into a future state that makes them more informed, more capable of making um, those decisions based on on data. Well. Uh- I'm not sure about the training in particular. I think that's um, that's a complex, right? Complex of few different skills that come together. But what I'm I'm looking from my perspective and what I'm seeing from our clients' engagement is moving to more robust uh, ERP systems that gives you that capability. So if we stay with a uh, previous generation accounting systems that's where you have you keep your, you meet your limitations by introducing business central to be to business you un, unleash the more availability for your team to analyze the data to work on other priorities and be more um, up to date with the technologies the same business central helps not only with the reporting, right? It has uh, great capabilities with integration. You can use it in Teams. You can use it with Power Platform for approvals. And a lot of time consuming with making it uh, like a lot of um, team members involved in sort of bureaucratical steps that needs to be done. And they are manual in businesses. That's where Power Platform helps. That's where Teams, you can simplify those processes. You can eliminate Excel templates. You can eliminate um, hard copy approvals. Make it simple. Make it easy. Um, free the rest of the time for more innovative approach. Uh, what are you seeing from a, um, a maturity level around and and I don't know because my my area of expertise is is definitely not in business central. Do you see? Do you are you having clients that fully embed functionality from BC into Microsoft Teams and via Power Apps? Is that becoming a common scenario? It is becoming a very um, common interest from the client. Yes, I I, I don't see it um, that it's widely used yet. As I would like to, but it's it's going that way. Yeah, one of the things I'm seeing in the SAP space is using Power Virtual Agents to query data. So um, from Teams, so you can you know ask a chatbot what's what's the inventory level of X or Y. Um, this purchase order came in. Here's the purchase order number. What's the status of it? Blah blah blah. Are you is that those scenarios also happening um, with BC? Yes, exactly. And it's uh, it's the Sorry, with with the more we uh, in Microsoft invest into product development and get more much easier to use. So those low code solutions with uh, chatbots become much easier to use to end users without involving a consultant or developer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tell me, how did you become an MVP? That's interesting. Um, 
So uh, the first one introduction was with Tatiana Pupko, who has been MVP for five or six years. Um, she's based in Spain uh, with a background in Russia. So, and I was based in Sydney, I am based in Sydney with background in Ukraine. And for some period of time, we collaborate, we work together. She introduced me to uh, co-presenting uh, on some um, community uh, events and we end up uh, we end up delivering a great session in the dire- directions uh, for partners last year in um, Germany. Uh, that was um, and huge thank you to Tatiana. She has been instrumental in introducing me to MVP community, introducing me to how how experts engage with each other, how strong this community is and supporting and that was the initial one and then uh, I was lucky enough to meet another MVP Manon uh, VC that based in Sydney and she's on simultaneously my colleague in Velrada uh, and she has been just a amazing and inspirational leader model for me that um, I was looking up for and that's all together come to MVP award mm-hmm Mm, interesting, interesting. I met Tatiana in 2019 um, in Seattle um, is when I first met her and I've had her on the show as well. So uh, fantastic to see that connection happening across the community. When you presented at Directions, did you fly there? Did you go there or were you doing it yes. remote? No, no, no. I, yes, you have the, all the direction for partners. Uh, they have in-person sessions. So yes, I did fly. Um, my company, uh, Velrada, it, has supported that so they it was amazing and thank you to them for such a great experience that was a highlight of my MVP journey (laughs) my journey to MVP (laughs) yeah yeah and how many MVP summits have you done now I haven't done none (laughs) not yet so I haven't attended them yet were there many virtual sessions on in the recent MVP summit uh, they might be, but I, unfortunately, I was um, I wasn't able to attend any yet. Ah, okay, okay. Because I mean, I'm still going through the playbacks and the recordings of a lot of those sessions myself. There, because there were I didn't attend either. Um, and uh, but there's so much new content, of course, with Microsoft Build happening this week. There's there's all that stuff that we learned a month ago is now becoming you know uh, coming out to the public. What excites you most about the future of the uh, business central product? Well, probably uh, most of all that how much reporting would be available out of business central. Um, I um, AI co-pilot. Amazing! I want to see how our clients will take advantage of that too. Yeah. Yeah, it's def- definitely seems to be changing every part of our industry. Uh, finally, um, before I let you go, any advice, what advice would you have for others uh, that want to become MVPs? I just, I think that's just uh, engage with the community. It's amazing community. Find your niche, uh, find what you're passionate about and find the people who will support you. There, it's, uh, there are so many great um, experts and enthusiastic people in this community. You will find your bunch of people and you will be feeling supported on your way to MVP. But it's mostly about your passion and what you like to do. Like MVP hasn't changed anything uh, for me personally. It's just great to have, but 
what I've done for the community and what I'm doing for the community, how my level of my engagement is staying the same. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, business application MVP, Mark Smith, otherwise known as the NZ365 guy. If you like the show and want to be a supporter, check out buymeacoffee.com forward slash NZ365 guy. Thanks again and see you next time.